0: And now, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the podcast you've all been waiting for, Legacy Story with Adam Solomini. Thank you. Okay, let's get into this. I want to, uh, first of all, thank all of the listeners. We are just getting started, and this is the fifth episode. Hey, my name is Adam Solomini, and this is my podcast, Legacy Story. Today we are going to talk about the legacy story of Keith Gill, GameStop, and Robin Hood. So this is going to be interesting and fun and we're going to dive a little bit deeper into what everybody's talking about and that is the GameStop Wall Street trading war. Ultimately, this podcast is meant to rekindle your own legacy story memories and ignite a desire to create more. With this particular legacy story, it is being written as we speak. And we really don't know the ending, but we do know that there is a legacy story that has been created here. Now, I have to start with a disclaimer. I am not a financial advisor, accountant, or lawyer. Any information provided in this podcast is not intended as investment or financial advice. It is merely information based upon my own experiences and research. The information I present is of a general nature and should merely be used as a place to start your own research, and you definitely should conduct your own due diligence. You should seek professional investment or financial advice before making any decisions. Of course, this isn't meant to sway any decisions, but you may be inspired. So let's begin. Who is Keith Gill? Keith Gill, known as Roaring Kitty on YouTube, put together a thesis or DD on Reddit's Wall Street Bets on a big short that hedge funds were undertaking on the company, GameStop. A short is when someone borrows stock, sells it, making the price of the stock go down, buys it at the dropped price, and then returns the stock back along with whatever the interest is owed. I'll explain. Let's say Harry the hedge fund guy meets with Henry, Hannah, and Horatio at a private dinner where they decide winners and losers in the stock market. Well in this case, they decided GameStop would be the loser. To put it in simple terms, Harry borrows 10 shares that have a value of $10 each from a broker. The broker charges Harry interest until the shares are returned and usually sets a date that it has to be returned by, although they can kick the can down the road. Keep in mind that they are doing this by the millions of shares to manipulate the market, but I'm attempting to simplify things here. Now, Harry and his friends have sold all these borrowed shares, making GameStop shares go down to $8. They would have made a $2 profit minus the interest that was owed, but no, they were greedy. So they did it again, bringing the shares down to $6. Now, Harry and his friends, not happy with that, decided to not only do it again, they borrowed on borrowed shares and dropped it to about three dollars so keith picked up on this and kind of pissed him off because he was seeing hedge funds short gamestop it not only pissed him off as he was posting in reddit under wall street bets subreddit it started pissing off a lot of people so around the four dollar mark keith began a big play bring up prices. At that point, there was about 145% oversold, or short. Yes, as of now, it is legal for backroom collusion to take place off the record by hedge funds to choose stocks that will win or lose, and for the ones that lose, it's okay for hedge funds to sell more shares than there are in existence. And no one is really talking about that or understands it so when you're reading articles or you're watching news stories i doubt that they are going into this part of the story anyways harry got greedy and wanted to make more money from short sales and alex and the wall street bets gang had enough they began buying millions of shares of gamestop which sent the stocks rocketing they liked GameStop. They like the stock, as they say. So Harry and his friends now have stock that they borrowed and sold for $10, but now the stock is worth $20. They are about to lose big. So they began shorting again, thinking they would scare off the retail investors. Didn't happen. As a matter of fact, the retail investors kept buying and buying in order to squeeze the short position. Meaning, they wanted to screw Harry and his friends by buying and holding actual stock, raising the buyback price for Harry to bankruptcy levels, not to mention the interest owed. An estimated $20 billion in losses as of the recording of this podcast. $20 billion, plus daily interest. You see, the theory swirling around in Wall Street Bets posts is that eventually Harry the hedge fund guy and his friends would have to buy back the stocks to return them, and that would mean even higher prices as there wasn’t enough stock to go around. They were seeing $1,000 per share in a squeeze, if not more but they were assuming that as if their play continued as is. Unfortunately, Robinhood and other brokers made sure that the game changed. Keep in mind that Robinhood and other new brokers have funding from hedge funds, which seems like a little bit of a conflict of interest. And it's why they may be in some deep doo-doo for what they did. What Robinhood and other brokers did was change the rules mid game. They halted the ability for retail investors to buy certain stocks. Now, Wall Street Bets or WSB were making plays on other stocks that were shorted as well. So, not only did Robinhood change the rules on GameStop, they changed the rules on AMC and others that were being pushed in Reddit on Wall Street Bets. Robinhood would only allow retail investors sell certain stocks. Who would selling only help? Well, that would be Harry. Who would buying help? Wall Street bets and people aligned with their movement. They immediately were sued in a class action lawsuit. I think multiple class action lawsuits or at least multiple lawsuits. So they stopped and then limited buys and only allowed sales but also throttled the ask price or what is called a limit sale. A limit sale is where you set the price you sell the stock for. You literally could ask for $69,420 for one share and if someone was compelled to buy it, they would purchase it. Well, many brokers changed the game and said, nope, it has to be within a certain percentage of the current market price. Well who did that help? It helped Harry. Ultimately, the surge of millions of users on Robinhood were betrayed by the decisions by its leadership, and now their legacy story will not be a positive one. I wouldn't be surprised if they went out of business by next year, as there is mass negative sentiment towards them among retail investors at the moment. In their eyes, their public statements were seen as a complete joke. Remember, hedge funds have no limitations during this time. Buy or sell. Any amount they can do. Not retail investors with certain brokers though. Interesting, isn't it? Now there's going to be investigations and hearings in Washington DC. But let's not kid ourselves, Harry and his friends roll deep in Washington. They spread money around. The only people that will get the short end of the stick here are the retail investors. As of Groundhog Day 2021, the stock prices of GameStop have dropped from the 400 range to about $90. Most of that drop occurred after the brokers changed the game. Some people think that the squeeze has already occurred. Others are saying that there is still about 120% short out there, and the squeeze is going to happen soon. Either way, Harry and his friends lost big time they are still playing games with GameStop stock to affect the price and recoup their money in any way possible. And WSB and like-minded individuals are still digging their heels in the ground with diamond hands. Which means they decided to hold on to the stocks regardless of price, buy more on the dips, because it stopped being about the gains and became more about screwing Harry and his friends while potentially changing the stock exchange game forever. I guess you can say their statement is the game stops here. The legacy story of Keith Gill and Wall Street Bets on Reddit is that they very well may be the catalyst of change in the secretive and disturbing ways that hedge funds operate. I mean, How is it anywhere close to being legal for shares to be borrowed and then sold, or borrowed and then borrowed and sold? How can you sell more shares than exists? Well, hedge funds get to play by different rules. Thanks to Keith and WSB, along with the people that joined them, that very well may be changed. At the very least, Harry has been exposed on a massive scale we'll see what happens over the next couple of days we don't really know if the squeeze has already happened or not but we do know that the statement has been made and we do know that a legacy story has been created well that's all for today's episode of legacy story thank you for listening join me next week when i talk a little bit about the legacy story of retail jewelry Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Plus, don't forget to follow me on social media at Your Legacy Story, except Twitter, which is The Legacy Story, and at Infinancer. If you're interested in changing your trajectory in personal finance, you can also book a free discovery session with me at Infinancer.com. I N F I N. A-N-C-E-R dot com. Until next time, ciao.